Kingdom greetings in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. I pray that all is well in this new year and um, compliments of the new season. Uh, May the Lord richly bless you in this year. May you prosper in all that you do. Remember that this is the year where we pray. We pray more than ever before. We pray a consistent prayer, a ceaseless prayer, a relentless prayer, a prayer that is unwavering, a prayer of the righteous men which prevails much. For you to get the answers, you need to pray. You can't just complain. If there's a mistake that the children of Israel made in the wilderness was that they were complaining all the way. They were murmuring. They had no time to pray. That's why God had to answer Moses when he prayed on the same situation they were murmuring about. So shift your, your, your way you speak uh, from murmuring into praying, from complaining into articulating uh, to God your concerns. The Bible says, cast all your cares to God, for he cares for you. And God did not give us the spirit of fear, but he gave us the spirit of love, power, and a sound mind. So accordingly, we need to pray and not allow fear to override our faith. Fear is faith in the opposite direction. Yes. So you can't have both. You have one or the other. All right. So God did not give us the spirit of fear. If he has not given us the spirit of fear, we must be having faith because faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. So we need to hold on to the word of God. We need to make sure that by all means we are meditating on the word of God for his promises are yes and amen and his word will never return void. So today I just want to touch briefly on Holy Communion, right? The importance of Holy Communion because it's one of um, the weapon of our warfare. One of the weapons of our warfare is Holy Communion. One is prayer and the other is Holy Communion. So we need to actually equip ourselves because the Bible says, speaking of the devil, it says we are not ignorant of his devices. We are not ignorant of his plans and schemes and everything. So if we are knowledgeable about them, we need to do something about it. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they are mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. Now the stronghold, the word stronghold in that context, it means the defense system of the enemy, of the devil. So we pull down his defense so that we can properly administer and attack to the enemy's camp in the name of Jesus, and that being the devil and his demons in Jesus' mighty name. So let's read 1 Corinthians chapter 11 from verse 23. It says, For I received from from the Lord that which I also delivered to you, that the Lord Jesus, on the same night in which he was betrayed, he took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take it, this is my body, which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same manner, he also took the cup after supper, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. This do as often as you drink in as as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death till he comes. So um we need to understand the importance of Holy Communion, the Eucharist, the Lord's Supper, right? It is it is a Holy Communion. The actual term there is communion. But the term holy is an adjective which describes what kind of a communion or what kind of a gathering it is. 
it is not just an ordinary gathering it is not just a natural um, worldly gathering but it's a holy it's divine so it's 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 a divine gathering it's meant for the saints to be done by the saints in memory of jesus all right it's important that when you partake in holy communion you make sure you are in right standing with god holy communion should not be taken by people just for the sake of taking it but we we partake in it having a right standing with god so that we avoid being judged by god okay let's read um when you read verse 27 what happens if you eat if you partake in it uh, in an unholy manner it says therefore whoever eats this bread or drinks this cup of the lord in an unworthy manner will be guilty of the body and the blood of the lord all right an unworthy manner means you are partaking in it and you have sins in you you are partaking in it and you are busy committing adultery partaking in it and you are busy smoking and drinking and getting drunk partaking in it and you know consulting which doctors and so forth right so in a nutshell when you partake in an unworthy manner it means you are partaking in a holy communion and you are not in right standing with god you are partaking in holy communion and you are not in the righteousness of god all right verse 28 but let a man examine himself and so let him eat of the bread and drink of the cup for he who eats and drinks in an unworthy manner eats and drinks judgment to himself not discerning the lord's body so when you partake in holy communion and you are not in right standing with god you are calling for judgment to immediately come upon you verse 30 for this reason many are weak and seek among you and many sleep in other words many people who ate uh, or who partook in holy communion in an unworthy manner they ended up being weak being sick and some even died they fell asleep meaning they died right verse 31 for if we would judge ourselves we would not be judged but when we are judged we are chastened by the lord that we may not be condemned with the world Therefore, my brethren, when you come together to eat, wait for one another. Um, okay, 34. But if anyone is hungry, let him eat at home, lest you come, to, uh, lest you come together for judgment, and the, re- and the rest I will set in order when I come. Right? So when you eat Holy Communion in an unworthy manner, you are calling for weakness, you are calling for sickness, you are calling for death upon you. But the Lord says, uh, judge yourself before you partake in that, and then uh, go and repent, and then come and partake in the Holy Communion, right? It's important to understand the basic fundamentals of the Holy Communion, so that when you partake in it, you partake in a worthy manner. So when you read, the Bible says we must examine ourselves uh, and don't even wait for anyone to examine you, but examine yourself. Dyson, the Lord's body. So this is what happens, an example of what happens when a person did not Dyson, the Lord's body and did not repent before partaking in the Holy Communion. First and foremost, we see the disciples partaking in Holy Communion with Jesus. And as they were partaking in it, some of them uh, have not even repented. That's why later on, they started betraying Jesus. They started scattering. They started dividing. They betrayed him and he died, right? And then Judas betrayed Jesus, sold him for 30 pieces of silver. 
uh, he did a transaction because he did something he ought not to have done. And then um, after the transaction, he partook in the Holy Communion. And after that, he then felt guilty. He judged himself later. In fact, he was judged by the Lord. The Lord reminded him of the evil deed he just did. And then uh, as a result, he committed suicide. So it's important to realize that scripture means business when it warns us about the dangers of partaking in Holy Communion in an unworthy manner. So I, I, I plead with you, when you partake in Holy Communion, make sure that uh, your sins are declared on the Lord and you have been forgiven and you have repented truthfully so. Because uh, 1 John chapter 1, verse 9 says, God is faithful and just to forgive us our sins when we truly confess. So we need to confess our sins and uh, the Lord will forgive us. So the power in the Holy Communion necessitates the power in the blood of Jesus because he said, this is my blood of the new covenant, the new contract, the new deal in the name of Jesus. So when you partake in uh, the Holy Communion, we are calling forth on the power of the contract that Jesus has made for us and sealed it with his blood, right? There's a direct correspondence or direct link for that matter between repenting and healing god said in second chronicles chapter 7 verse 14 if my people who are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways i the lord will hear from heaven i will forgive their sins and i will heal the land okay so when the lord forgives us he also wants to heal us. But in forgiving, we, before he forgives, we need to confess our sins. We need to repent. And by so doing, he also heals our physical bodies in the name of Jesus, right? So make sure you partake in Holy Communion in a worthy manner. And how often should we partake in Holy Communion? As often as possible. To those who are married, if you are a husband, the head of the family, let it be your responsibility to take leadership in as far as prayers concerned in your house in as far as administering the holy communion right because you are the primary pastor of the family you are the head you are the shepherd you are the visionary so make sure that you are leading well as unto the lord because the lord will give you the vision will give you directions lead in that regard lead in as far as the word is concerned in Jesus' mighty name. Remind the family to pray. Remind them about prayer time, the hour of prayer. Lead them in Holy Communion and teach your children and uh, lead your wife as well in those issues of Holy Communion, prayer, the anointing, studying the word and so forth because you are the head. You're not only the head in making critical decisions and whatnot, but you must be the head as well in the things pertaining to godliness and and holiness in jesus name lead with holiness with righteousness and purity in the name of jesus what happens if the head of the family is not born again and does not believe in holy communion you the wife in that case you must take leadership in terms of holy communion administer it to yourself and children and what happens if you the child you're the only one who's born again you might as well serve yourself that holy communion but make sure that Holy Communion is administered and observed as often as possible, if possible, every day. 
in Jesus' name. Observe the Holy Communion. It's a weapon of our warfare. They overcame the devil by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony. And by his stripes we are healed. So when we partake in Holy Communion, all the promises regarding the blood of Jesus or pertaining the blood of Jesus, we apply them because the Holy Communion is symbolic of the blood of Jesus. So we overcome the devil by the blood of the Lamb and by his stripes we are healed and etc etc we are redeemed we are revived we are brought together with god by the powerful blood of the lamb when we appear demons disappear so make sure as you begin this year you begin it on a high note with the powerful blood of jesus and in ceaseless prayer in the name of jesus may the lord richly bless you you and your families uh, may you be covered with the powerful blood of jesus in the midst of all these pandemics epidemics covid 19 may the lord cover you and make you invisible to every germ virus and bacteria to every sickness and disease may the lord immunize you may the lord make you healthy in the name of jesus may all your immune systems be sharpened be active flushing out every foreign matter that comes into your body uh, every virus germ bacteria every disease sickness every ailment i come against it in the name of jesus may you and your family live long you shall live long in the name of jesus i declare life upon you and your families i declare the blessing of the lord in this new year i declare favor upon favor I declare you progressing, succeeding, and being excellent at what you are doing in the name of Jesus. Those who are not working, I pray for opportunities to be opened, for doors to be opened in the name of Jesus. And those who are working, I pray for promotions and better salaries, better jobs. Those who are in business, I pray that your services and goods may be in demand in the name of Jesus. May that which the Lord called you to do May your calling open doors for you. May the calling on your life make room for you to stand before great men in Jesus' mighty name. Your gifts and callings will open doors for you in the mighty name of Jesus. Be patient in the Lord and do that which he has called you to do. Don't underestimate it in Jesus' mighty name. Be blessed. Shalom. Shalom.